Welcome to Citroen Cooperman's Taxes in 10 podcast. I would now like to introduce our tax practice leader, Joe Boublet. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Citroen Cooperman's Taxes in 10 podcast. My name is Joe Boublet. I'm a tax partner in the New York City office, and I'm also the firm's tax practice leader. Today, we're gonna to be talking about new uh, legislation called the Corporate Transparency Act. And to that, we have Liz DeMore, the manager of our international tax services group in Providence to talk about it. Liz, welcome. Hello, thank you. Okay, thanks for coming on. And so let's talk about something that probably hasn't gotten a lot of press, and that is the Corporate Transparency Act. What exactly is that? So the Corporate Transparency Act, or CTA, um, was enacted as part of the National Defense Authorization Act, which was passed in January. So it was like kind of stuck in uh, this act. So not many people know about this. And basically, um, the purpose behind the act is that Congress is trying to understand who actually owns corporations, limited liability companies, those kind of companies. Basically, many states don't require a lot of an identification as to who is the actual owner, the, the direct owner of corporations in their states. Um, and so I should say beneficial owner of the corporations in those states. And so Congress believes that a lot of individuals are taking advantage of kind of working through um, these transparency laws um, in that they don't want to use. They don't want these individuals to use corporate structures um, to participate in kind of le illegal activities as money laundering, tax evasion, potential activities that could rise to national security threats. By not knowing their identities, they're afraid that they're going to use these kind of corporate structures to do such things. So, the act is going to require um, a reporting company. So this corporation, LLC, or type, other type of similar entity um, to report to FinCEN. So FinCEN, as most people know, are where we report our um, foreign bank and security accounts. This is going to be the same type of reporting, potentially. Um, we are going to have to report to FinCEN. Um, and we have to report uh, for the reporting company the identity of its owners. They could be foreign or US, but they must be individual owners. So if they own through another type of entity or other type of uh, agreement, um, then they are gonna be looked through to find the individual owners. So it's really an individual database of who are the direct and indirect owners of these corporations or LLCs. So they want their names, they want their date of birth, they want the current address, and they also want something called a unique identification number, um, which could either be found on a passport, they could use their, their foreign or their domestic passport, or even a driver's license if you're a US person. Okay, so then who, which group of taxpayers needs to be concerned that they'll have to file these? Well, we have to actually start with the reporting companies. Um, and we have to understand from the reporting companies, we have to figure out who the beneficial, the ultimate individual beneficial owners will be. And like I said, they could be either direct individuals or in indirect individual owners. So it could be someone um, that basically has either what they call a substantial control over the reporting company, or at least 
25% of interest in that company, whether that be indirect or, or direct. Okay, so if you have a, I'll say a lower tier partnership that flows up through a number of entities, mm -hmm. we may not even know, and the taxpayer may not even know who the ultimate individual owner is. It could be that, yes. Um, so what they're gonna want to do is they are basically, um, and there'll, there'll be exceptions, but they'll be basically, we need to figure out who the true beneficial owner is and if there is even a way to report this, um, they're going to say the, the, to use your best efforts. Um, because again, right, like you said, it may be tears upon tears, but they want, they want these companies to use their best efforts to find who the real beneficial owners are. Right, and to the extent that you have the larger companies with tears, I would think in, in many of those cases, people will be below the 20, an individual will be below the 25%. Yes. Yes, and that's probably why they're and you know um, we'll we'll talk some about exceptions, but that's kind of where they're going with that twenty five percent ownership interest because I think they believe too, um, if the ultimate individual owner is so far removed and is only really at that you know point one or even under point one percent, right, that they would not have to be reported. Right. Okay. So you mentioned the exceptions. Uh, so mm -hmm. what are some of the major exceptions? So first for individuals um, who may not need to have to report, um, any minors or nominees or custodians or anybody that is acting as an employee who's really only controlling the company because of their employment status, those aren't what we're looking for. Um, if the individual only has a right to the company because of an inheritance or something on that nature, they also do not have to be reported. Um, for companies, right? So if you have those, like, like we were just talking about those tiered relationships, um, if you have to look through the indirect owner, like the, the individuals who are the indirect owners through these, these relationships, what they're gonna do is they're gonna look at, are you what they call a larger company, right? So our usual, right? Um, you know, if you're 20, 25 million over, right? Large corporations, they're not looking to, to go after those, those types of companies. Um, they're also not looking to go after the heavily regulated companies or any companies that have to report to say the, the SEC, right? The SEC registered companies, banks, uh, security trading firms, even public accounting firms um, don't need to report because they kind of already are registered and they kind of already know what you're doing. Um, so because they are fully uh, under regulations, um, they're not, they're, you're not the, the corporations or the LLCs that they're really interested in. Um, also, entities that have uh, kind of more than 20 full-time employees or revenues more than 5 million, if they're physically located in the U.S. At, you know, as well, they're not going to look at you either. So we're looking at, right, the, more, the smaller uh, corporations um, that, again, may have nefarious reasons for um, you know, setting up that LLC or that corporation in the U.S. Gotcha. Okay. And so then when does all this reporting start? Well, the act has said that they're giving the Secretary of the Treasury until January of 2022 to come up with regulations on how everything's going to come into compliance. 
So we're not quite sure who's going to have to report, you know, whether it's going to be part of your tax return, like your FinCEN is for your bank accounts. We don't know if it's going to follow that same kind of reporting. Uh, it may be something completely separate. So we just have to see. So we'll have until basically, the secretary basically has until uh, January of next year um, to give us that information. Right, and if they have until January of next year to issue regulations, I mean, they're gonna have to start right now developing forms and things. Absolutely. So it's important that people who have small corporations that don't fit into the exceptions, uh, they may wanna start looking at who their beneficial owners are, the individual beneficial owners are, because this is definitely going to need to be reported. And it's probably best to kind of get that information now so that once the compliance forms come out, you know, they, they're better, better equipped to answer the questions. Sure. Yeah, it's a good idea. Good thing to start thinking ahead. Yes. The last thing you want is for them to come out and say it's immediately effective and there's no extensions. It's just a form. And then you got to go first start looking for the information. Right. Correct. Well, Liz, appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. Thank you for your time. And to all the listeners out there, we have other uh, podcasts on international and other tax matters. So just keep a lookout for those. And to everyone out there, stay safe and carry on. Thanks. Have a good day.